Welcome, everyone, to a brand new edition of Learn About World Cuisine. The show that takes you on a culinary tour around the world. Today's topic will be nothing but fun, mind-blowing facts about South Korea. And I want everyone to stay tuned till the end of the episode. And we're going to give you some fascinating information about Korean cuisine. Before I get started, I want everyone to go to their favorite podcast platform, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music, or you can ask your A-L-E-X-A device to play Learn About World Cuisine. I have 155 more episodes, and I actually have a South Korea episode already on the platform that will be beneficial to anyone who is going to travel there. This, this episode will be nothing but fun facts. Let's get started. The population of South Korea is 51.74 million people. But check this out. Half of which live in the capital of Seoul, Korea. So half of their population lives in Seoul. Kimchi. If you've never had kimchi, kimchi is one of my favorite all-time foods. Uh, kimchi is the national dish of South Korea. Now you're saying, what is kimchi? Kevin, I've never heard of kimchi. Kimchi is made of salted and fermented vegetables. Uh, they commonly use Napa cabbage or Korean radish mixed in with a wide variety of seasonings. Now, I was just talking to somebody today, and I was letting them know that I used to eat sushi for many years. And some sushi is very spicy, but you can buy sushi that is not spicy. So if you're into the heat, you're going to love sushi. If you're not into heat, there is sushi you can buy. I'm sorry, kimchi. If you like heat, there are kimchi that you can eat that'll be, that'll be high spice level. If you're not into heat, you can buy kimchi that is mild. I used to eat kimchi for many years, and it is delicious. You can now find kimchi at your local grocery store. That never used to be the case. It used to be a specialty item. You can now go to most major grocery stores and find kimchi. Let's keep going. South Korea is considered a presidential representative democratic republic. South Korea is currently ranked as the world's 13th largest economy by nominal GDP. How about that? According to nominal GDP, South Korea has the world's 13th largest economy. Most common job in South Korea is actually teaching English. Uh, the South Koreans, as we will explore in a little bit, uh, they are fascinated by Western culture, especially American. And you're going to learn a couple other things they do uh, to try to uh, be like their Western counterparts. One of them is they like to learn English. So the most common job in South Korea is teaching the citizens English. The name Korea originated from the word goyero, which means high and clear. 
South Korea occupies 45%. Wow. South Korea occupies 45% of the southern region of the Korean Peninsula. Now, how big is that? You're probably saying to yourself, Kevin, how big does that, what does that mean? Uh, South Korea is just about the same size as the state of Indiana. Now, here's a funny one. Dreaming about pigs is said to mean good fortune in South Korea. Because in ancient Korean times, pigs symbolized money and wealth. South Korea leads the world in production of seaweed. Now, here's, a, here's an interesting thing. South Korea actually supplies 90% of the world seaweed. And South Koreans take seaweed so seriously that you can see seaweed farms from outer space. How about that? South Korea consists of over 4,000 islands. And it would take a person nine years to spend one day on each of those islands. Now, we all know about South Korea and North Korea, the big tension. You see it in the news all the time. Okay? North Korea and South Korea are separated by what's called the demilitarized zone. Okay, you've probably seen this on the news. It's always on the news. Uh, But North Korea and South Korea are separated by the demilitarized zone, or more commonly known as the DMZ. The DMZ was part of the reason for the end of the Korean War in 1953. Now, here's a fun fact. We're going to go off script. Uh, The show MASH, uh, the hit show, the all-time one of the all-time best shows on television, uh, MASH, was about the Korean War, and the show MASH actually had actually was three times longer than the actual Korean War. <laughs> I thought that was a fun fact. So the show MASH, the TV show, was on the air three times longer than the actual war. The demilitarized zone spans two and a half miles. Even on the remote islands of South Korea, they give their citizens free Wi-Fi. I want to stress this. The country of South Korea gives every citizen free Wi-Fi. And you can get free Wi-Fi anywhere you go. Okay? The Wi-Fi is free. Interestingly enough, We're going to get, in a couple minutes, we are going to learn that they consider 14% of their youth to be addicted to the Internet. Now, I want to say this again. Wi-Fi is free all over South Korea. But an interesting stat is that 14% of their youth is considered to be addicted to the Internet. How about that? South Korea is a very mountainous country, although those mountains do not have very high elevations. There are three main rivers in South Korea. If you have a friend in South Korea, South Korea is a very popular place. So if you have a friend in South Korea, 
and then you give them a gift of shoes. Now, follow me. Follow me, everyone. Follow me. A gift of shoes is considered a negative thing in South Korea. And the meaning behind giving someone a pair of shoes, it means that their boyfriend or girlfriend or spouse is going to walk away from them. That's how they interpret it. It's one of them old wise tales. The warmest month in South Korea is August. And at one time, two-thirds of South Korea was covered in forest. Uh, the Korean War, and like I said, the TV show MASH is probably how you know about Korea. That's, that was based upon uh, the Korean War. The TV show MASH actually was three times longer than the actual Korean War, but the Korean War was the first major military conflict between the United States and Russia. How about that? So the first major military conflict that pitted the United States against Russia was the Korean War. The first astronomical laboratory and the entire world is located in South Korea. Here's another fun fact. I love this. This is probably the fun fact of the day. So I want everyone to listen closely. South Korea is the first country in the entire world to utilize robots as security guards for prisons. How about that? So South Korea uses robots, an actual robot, uh, to do security at their prisons. And they also use robots to guard the demilitarized zone. And now they're actually trying to create a robot that can teach English to their citizens. How about that? Let's all give a high five to South Korea. Wow, that is amazing. Now, as you'll learn further on in this episode, South Korea is very, very technologically advanced, and this is one of them. So robots are used to guard their prisons. Robots are used to guard the demilitarized zone, and they're trying to, get, to build a robot that can teach school. How about that? That's pretty incredible. Who would have thought that the largest department store in the entire world is located in South Korea? The best-selling liquor in the entire world is a South Korean liquor. And it has been the best-selling liquor in the world for 11 years straight. Hyundai Kia Automotive is based in South Korea. And it is the fifth largest automaker in the entire world. And it's the second largest automaker in all of Asia. South Koreans have the highest estimated IQ in the entire world. Now, here's something I found interesting. In South Korea, they still have prearranged marriages. So there are two types of marriages in South Korea. One is a prearranged marriage that is picked out by the 
father or mother, and the other is a regular marriage where you meet someone and you uh, marry them. Now, what I found the most interesting about this fun fact is that they take a lot of uh, they take a lot of stock in a person's blood type. I'll say it again. They value a person's blood type. So when they do the prearranged marriage in South Korea, your blood type is a major factor in that decision. The legal age for everything, drinking, everything, voting, everything in South Korea, the legal age is 19. So if you want to drink, you want to do anything, it's got you got to be 19. Over 20% of the population of South Korea has the last name of Kim. <laughs> so if you stick 10 people in a room, two of them will have the last name of Kim. <laughs> in South Korea, people who reach the age of 60 are encouraged to throw an extravagant party. Because at one time in Korean history... It was almost impossible to live to the age of 60. So they encourage people that turn 60 to throw an all-out party. They estimate 40... Oh, that's what I just told you. 14% of the youth in South Korea is said to have an internet addiction. And that is probably because Wi-Fi is free all over the country. South Korea is the number one place for, oh, this is, you know what? This is something that I want to dwell on. South Korea is the number one place for cosmetic surgery in the entire world. And an estimated three, one of every three to five women get plastic surgery in uh, Korea, South Korea. So I did a little bit of digging, and I wanted to know why is South Korea the number one place for cosmetic surgery in the entire world? And I found out that one out of every three to five women have had some sort of cosmetic surgery, and you know what they're doing? I told you, they have a fascination with the Western world, especially America. Uh, they're actually getting their eyelids done so they look more American. That's a, that's a fact. So I found that pretty interesting. South Korea makes a very big deal out of blood types. I told you that. Eating rice cakes before an exam is considered good luck in South Korea. Koreans believe that crows are not lucky. Uh, you might know South Korea. I never heard of these people. I'm not up in. I'm not up into modern. Uh, Te uh, modern culture but the band the famous boy band from south korea is called bts i've never heard of these people in my life but they're a famous boy band in south korea they're called bts and they are the first south korean artists to reach number one on the u.s billboard charts and k-pop is what they call popular music in south korea okay Cranes are a symbol of good fortune in South Korea. Who would have thought a crane would be considered a, a sign of good fortune? Every year, 
There is a mud festival in South Korea that literally brings in millions of people from around the world every year. The 14th of every month in South Korea, I found this interesting. The 14th of every month in South Korea is a romantic-themed holiday. And on Valentine's Day, it is traditional for the women to give the men gifts. Okay? So on Valentine's Day, uh, it is common for a woman to give a man gifts. It's not the other way around like it is in the rest of the world. March 14th is considered White Day in South Korea. Now, what is White Day? White Day is basically Valentine's Day, but on this day, a man must spend three times of the amount of money his woman spent on him for Valentine's Day. So if your woman got you something for $5, you would have to spend 15 Kimchi is a very big deal in South Korea. Uh, there are actual several autumn days in South Korea where people spend time fermenting kimchi. And I believe that they put it in clay pots and they bury it under the soil. I'm almost certain of that. Uh, that's not all my scripts, <laughs> but we're going to go there. All right, we're going to get into the cuisine in just a few minutes. I want to make sure everyone stay tuned. If you want to listen to just the Korean food part, Simply fast forward, uh, but we're going to do a little bit more about uh, the South Korea, then we'll talk about the cuisine. There are about 200 varieties of kimchi. How about that? If anybody's familiar with kimchi, I bet you'll be surprised to learn that there are around 200 different varieties. South Koreans frown upon tans. To the point where they are almost fearful of the sun giving them a tan. Video game tournaments are considered a legitimate sport in South Korea. And video game tournaments are considered a legitimate sport in the country. And they are very prominent in South Korea. I thought this was pretty good. This is pretty interesting. The color of taxis. In South Korea, vary depending upon the service they provide. Wow. So what they do is if they provide a different service, they make the taxi color different. Uh, because South Koreans are so enamored with the Western world, eyelid surgery is the most popular cosmetic surgery. I told you earlier. One out of every three to five women get eyelid surgery in South Korea so they can look more American. And South Korea is the number one place for cosmetic surgery in the entire world. The lucky color in South Korea is red. All right. The number four is considered an unlucky number in South Korea. And the hotels do not have a fourth floor. What? So the number four is considered unlucky in the Asian culture. And their hotels do not have a fourth floor, most of them. South Korea also 
makes their criminals reenact the crime scene. I want to say this again because I found this, this blew my mind. So if somebody is accused of doing something criminally wrong, they will actually take them back to the scene of the crime and reenact uh, the crime. I found that to be bizarre. South Koreans believe if that, that if you leave an electric fan on overnight, which I do every night, that you're going to kill someone in the room below. So that's another wise tale in South Korea. Uh, they believe if you leave a, an electric fan on overnight, it is going to kill someone in the room below. Also, it is very common in South Korea to go on a group, I'm going to say this slowly, a group blind date. So that means it's very common for 10 people who never met each other ever to go out on sort of a blind date, men and women. South Korea has shared a mutual defense treaty with the United States since 1953. All adult males in South Korea must serve in the military. It's a law. And we've done a lot of shows. We've covered a lot of countries. Keep in mind, this is episode number 155. So I have covered a lot of countries that make it a law for males to serve in the military. All right. And I, you know, I just want to, uh, I just want to specify this. Based upon the research I have done, uh, many people might not think that South Korea is a very uh, modern country. Just so everyone knows, South Korea is a major, major uh, country. Meaning, there's tons of shopping malls. It's it's hardly. Uh, it's hardly uh, in the old in the old ages. It's a very modern country. You have malls, there are shopping centers, uh, there are a lot of things in South Korea uh, that are a lot westernized. South Korea is also known for their technology, and one of the biggest technology companies in the entire world, Samsung, is located in South Korea. For many years, up until the year 2023, South Koreans considered their newborn babies to be one year old out of the womb. So all the way up until 2023, when you had a newborn child, they were already considered one years old and not zero as they do in the Western world. Okay, so if a guy was born 53 years ago in South Korea, they considered him one years old when he was born, so he would be 54, even if he was born on the same day as you. Uh, he would have a year, uh, one year on you, because they used to start their, they used to start life at one years old. That changed in 2023. So now in South Korea, the children being born are considered at zero. But up until 2023, the children being born in South Korea were considered to be one years old. So I thought that was pretty interesting. Men wearing makeup 
is very common in South Korea. And a lot of their musicians especially wear makeup. Uh, We're going to get into the food section in just a little bit. Uh, But live octopus is very commonly eaten in South Korea. I found that interesting. So they eat their octopus live. Uh, In South Korea, they actually have what's called love motels. (laughs) Love motels are motels that you can rent for an hour, two hours, or five hours. Uh, to go in and make love. They're called love motels. And they are rented by the hour, three hours, five hours, whatever you need. The national animal of South Korea is the Siberian tiger. The national anthem of the Republic of South Korea, the translation is translated into the patriotic song. Portable heaters are not as popular in South Korea as heated floors. I love that idea. I love the idea of having a heated floor. And that is because hot air rises. So instead of having portable heaters, a lot of the facilities in South Korea have floors that are heated, which I think that is uh, brilliant. So the heat Heat rises. So if you have a floor that is heated and the floor is actually heated, that hot air is going to rise. So portable heaters are not as popular as heated floors in South Korea. If you are into nightlife and you like to go out and party all the time, South Koreans are known to be party animals. They love the nightlife. The average South Korean worked 55 hours per week. Uh, South Koreans are not very uh, popular with uh, of men who have beards. So South Koreans frown upon men who have beards. And they consider them dirty and untidy. The average person in Seoul, South Korea gets under six hours of sleep each night. Koreans love spam. Who would have thought? Koreans love spam. I never thought spam was as popular since I started doing this show. It's popular all over the world. Uh, Spam is actually given as a gift at Thanksgiving. So when you go over someone's home for Thanksgiving, it's very common to give them spam. Uh, South Koreans love national parks. And they consider them to be stress relievers. In America, a person will generally say, how are you? In Korea, they use the phrase, have you eaten well? And that is used more common than how are you? So you might have someone come up to you and say, have you eaten well? Okay, I'm pretty happy with our coverage of South Korea. I think we covered everything. Uh, So let's talk about the food. Let's see where we're at. Yeah, we're long. We're long into the show. So we're going to start talking about Korean food. So let's keep going. Let's go on to Korean food. 
Korean barbecue is becoming some of the most popular food in the entire world. As I explained in the section about South Korea, kimchi is the national dish of South Korea. And we talked about exactly what kimchi is. All right. At one time in Korea, rice had such a high value that the Koreans would pay their taxes with rice. So at one time, rice was such a luxury item that the Koreans would pay their taxes with rice. How about that? Uh, Korea is one of the world's largest consumers of garlic. You know what? Once I read this, I examined my favorite Korean foods, and they all utilize garlic. I never, I, I never put the two together. But Korea is one of the world's largest consumers of garlic. And they are one of the most largest consumers of garlic in the entire world. And the Koreans actually have drinks that have garlic in them. How about that? Traditionally, Koreans would calculate the number of side dishes that they serve to a guest. Now, I'm going to say this slow. Somebody told me last week I was going a little bit too quick. Even though you have a rewind button on your podcast player, I'm going to go slower. Traditionally, Koreans would calculate the number of side dishes based upon the community status of the guest. <laughs> I said, so, if you were serving someone who might be an ex- a distinguished guest, the more distinguished the guest, the more side items that you would make. Side items are a major component in Korean cuisine. So, there have been times when a king would actually be served 100 side dishes. And that is because he is very well distinguished. Uh, So, the Koreans, when they're having their dinner parties, the amount of side dishes depends on the status, the community status of the person coming to dinner. I'm going to have a whole section about chopsticks. But in Korea, metal chopsticks are most popular. I never knew that. Um, Metal chopsticks are the most popular chopsticks in Korea. Dessert is not looked upon in South Korea as being a big deal. So a dessert might consist of tea. Or a couple old cookies. Now, if you go to your favorite podcast platform, Spotify, iHeartRadio, this show does very well on Amazon Music. Search for Learn About World Cuisine. And I've done a lot of countries that do not take dessert seriously. In America, dessert is a pretty big thing, not in other countries, uh, Korea being one of them. Uh, oh, here's what I love. Can we, can somebody listen to this and start doing this? Because I love this idea. In Korean restaurants in South Korea, they actually have a display case that has replicas of the actual dishes that are on the menu. I love this idea. So it's made out of plastic. But it shows you exactly what the food item looks like. So it's a big display case. 
And then they have plastic models of the exact dish that's on the menu. If somebody could please uh, take that idea and use it. Koreans have been fermenting foods for centuries. Fermenting foods such as kimchi goes all the way back to 57 BCE. At one time in Korean history, milk was a luxury item. Only served for royalty. Uh, Porridge. Now, porridge, I was surprised. Porridge is a major staple in Korean cuisine. And it used to be only eaten at breakfast. But now they have since evolved and they eat porridge any time of day. The first Korean... Now, this is something. The first Korean ramen... Everybody loves cup of noodles. They love ramen. Uh, That's only been around since 1963. It's a much newer product than I even knew. In fact, the inventor just passed away not too long ago. Uh, But cup of soup, uh, cup of noodles, is one of the biggest selling products in the world. And that was just created. In fact, the inventor, I believe, just passed away uh, not too long ago. But 1963. Uh, The basis of Korean cuisine is harmony. Uh, The Koreans believe in yin and yang. I'm sure we've all heard that, yin and yang. And that is how they construct their dishes. So everything that they do in every meal goes in harmony. There's nothing out of place. It kind of all goes together. Uh, The Korean philosophy is that food is medicine. All right. So that is why they they consider food medicine. So that means that in any menu in Korea, even on the Korean barbecue uh, restaurants, they always have vegetables. And if you're asking Kevin, I went to a Korean barbecue. I didn't see no lettuce wraps or something of that nature. And that is because the Koreans believe that food is medicine. So no matter where you go, they're going to have some sort of vegetable option, uh, such as lettuce wraps. All right. Uh, I told you earlier that side dishes are a major component in Korean cuisine. Uh, The average Korean meal that is served at home, uh, side dishes will go from three and sometimes all the way up to 20. That is the average. As we said earlier, 90% of the world's supply of seaweed comes from Korea. And it is very common for Koreans to eat seaweed soup on their birthday. Uh, Koreans, if you go to Korea on a trip, you're going to learn that the Koreans eat spicy foods on hot days. They actually think if it's 100 degrees outside that eating a spicy food is going to be a good thing. So it's not uncommon for the Koreans to eat really hot, spicy food on very hot days. Uh, It's very common in Korean tradition. Do not pick up your chopsticks or your silverware 
until the elders have started eating. That's a big deal in Korea. Like a lot of people that listen to this show in Australia, the United Kingdom, they don't understand. In Korea, okay, it is a very big deal not to start eating until the elders start eating. That is a big deal in Korea. So once the elders start eating, then you can pick up your chopsticks or your fork and start eating. It is also very common for Koreans to go out to eat in large groups and order multiple dishes. That is very common in Korean uh, restaurants. So a lot of people come in large groups and then they order tons of food, tons of dishes. Uh, As we talked about earlier, Korea is a very technologically advanced country. So I just saw a Domino's commercial where they're bragging that you can have your pizza delivered anywhere you want. That's been that way for many years in Korea. So if you are in South Korea and you're on the beach, uh, there's several apps that you can order food and they will give it to you right on the beach. I think Domino's just started the pin thing. Uh, They've been doing that in Korea for a long time. So if you're in the middle of nowhere, if you're in a if you're in the woods, they'll deliver it to uh, your location. And I believe Domino's just started doing that. But that has been going on for a very long time in Korea. I'm sure a lot of people listening to this episode are assuming that Korean food is hot and spicy. I want to make I want to squash that myth. There are tons of dishes in Korean cuisine that are mild. A lot of people automatically assume that Korean food is hot and spicy. That is not the case. Koreans are also one of the biggest consumers in the entire world of sesame oil. Okay? Uh, Just like the Chinese use woks for cooking. You know how Chinese use woks to cook their food? Uh, Koreans use stone pots for a lot of their cooking. Raw beef is another common dish in Korean cuisine. I think that's starting to take off. Tartar. All right. Beef tartar. But raw beef uh, has been eaten by the, the South Koreans for many years. Fried chicken is also a very common food item in Korean cuisine. And fried chicken in Korea is fried twice. How about that? Uh, for literally, now this is, uh, this is pretty interesting. For literally thousands of years, literally thousands of years, rice production was the number one thing in South Korea. But in 2016, for the first time in centuries, in thousands of years, Pork became the number number one thing in Korea. And that is because the top three most popular Korean dishes include uh, pork. So rice dominated the industry for many years. And in 2016, pork took over the number one spot. Noodle dishes are also very popular in Korean cuisine. Uh, And that is because just like in Chinese cuisine, noodles symbolize long life. 
and they are eaten on people's birthdays. So the noodle is a symbol of long life. Convenience stores in Korea are jam-packed with snacks. And they are a major component in Korean convenience stores. Sweet potatoes are very popular in Korean cuisine, especially during the winter. And as I said earlier, I like to keep every episode under 40 minutes. And I think we did a great job today. I think we all did a great job. I want to give everyone a round of applause. I think we covered everything there is to cover about South Korea and Korean cuisine. So I want to encourage everyone. Go to your favorite podcast platform, Spotify. They said to me, they said, Kevin, Joe Rogan is insisting that you join him on Spotify. So I said, you know what? No problem, Joe. I'll go on Spotify. So you can listen to the show on Spotify. iHeartRadio just had a guy send me an email the other day from my website. And he was bragging that he has a show on iHeartRadio. Everybody that does a podcast, usually most podcast platforms, send the show to iHeartRadio. So if you're a fan of iHeartRadio, uh, listen to the show from there. This particular show does very well on Amazon Music. So I kind of stress Amazon Music. Uh, just go to your Amazon Music uh, podcast section and look for Learn About World Cuisine. But... I'm going to encourage everyone to skip all that and just go to Philly Restaurant Reviews with an S dot com. And on the first page of my website, you have a form that you can contact me. So you can go to Philly Restaurant Reviews dot com. There's a form on the front page that you can make comments about the show and it'll get to me within three seconds. Okay, that also on phillyrestaurantreviews.com, I have a link to all of my shows. So it's a one-stop shopping. Go to phillyrestaurantreviews.com. I have links to the show. I have restaurant reviews, over 700 restaurant reviews. Everything's on the website. Uh, And like I say every week, if it's Thursday morning, It's time for you to go to phillyrestaurantreviews.com or your favorite podcast platform and listen to a brand new episode of Learn About World Cuisine. I will talk to everyone next week.